The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Mount Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. And we hope the future brings you here, close to home, at mountmarty.edu. Does someone who takes their own life automatically go to hell? I'm Father Chris Alar. In 1993, my grandmother took her life, and for years I carried this burden because she committed a grave sin and had no time to repent. But the Church states that certain mental conditions may reduce the responsibility of one who takes their own life. You are only eternally lost if you die in an unrepentant state of mortal sin. And for a sin to be mortal, three conditions must be present, and one of those conditions is complete free will. I don't believe many people freely want to take their life, so there is hope for their salvation. To learn more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And we're broadcasting from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota on Real Presence Live this morning. Father Daniel Weiske is the pastor here. He's our co-host. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi, your other co-host. Otherwise, it'd just be a host and no co. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of us puts the co in it. And the other one puts the host in it. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for uh, even more, more great content. In addition to this great content, Mm. Father Daniel, that you and I are putting together, there's even more. Mm. Uh, And you can listen to programming from your local area. You can find a podcast if you missed one, uh, missed one of the daily shows. They're there. Uh, Submit a prayer intention. Nominate your favorite priest for donuts. Because <clears throat> deacons don't deserve donuts. And there's more. Did that sound bitter? Was the resentment coming back into my life just there? Sorry. Whatever it was. Yeah. Be sure to check it out. Realpresenceradio.com. Father Daniel's looking over at a very chubby deacon and saying, nope, deacons don't need donuts. So, <laughs> uh, so here we are. And uh, I believe Paula is with us. Paula Mitchell. How are you today, Paula? Good morning. Yes, I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the sufferings and blessings of, uh, isn't that an interesting combination to say, the suf- this, this <laughs> sentence, this sentence I'm about to read, the sufferings and blessings of a brain infection. 
Hmm. Just that, that's a heck of a concept to swallow right there. Sufferings mm-hmm. and blessings of a brain infection. And Paula, have you been uh, listening to our program uh, so far this morning? This is not confession. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. No, I have okay, not. I okay. have been multitasking no, that's and good. working from home. <laughs> Very good. I understand completely. Um, and, and I just, it's kind of interesting that uh, uh, we're going to talk to a mother and we just finished kind of talking about the the blessed mother and the the sword oh. that uh, that pierced her soul and the great blessings and sufferings she endured mm-hmm. so this is a a beautiful follow up but uh, Paula Paula Mitchell tell us a little about yourself perfect um my name is Paula Mitchell i'm from i'm a member of St Michael's Catholic Church here in Sioux Falls South Dakota um i am a wife of 25 years my husband and i just celebrated our anniversary high school sweetheart um, and we were blessed with two amazing young men. Um, we have a teenager rearing um, his last years in high school. And then um, we also have little Carson, who's in elementary school, little fourth grader. Um, I've grown up from a large family. I was one of ten children, and I was blessed with a twin brother. So that's kind of my synopsis of who I am, really, kind of. Hmm. I, I have... Uh... I'm from a family of ten kids as well, oh, and so, so where where you see you have a twin a twin brother, yeah. identical? No, I'm just kidding. No, um, <laughs> I know, right? I almost put that in. You yeah, haven't yeah. been asked that question in, in a, a lot long time. Of years. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, where where are you in the lineup of the ten kids? You and your brother? Uh, we are right in the middle. I am lucky okay. number seven. My okay. mom was such a beautiful mom and had two sets of fraternal twins. So we had boys and girls in both of them. And yes, to answer the next question, because you already asked if it was fraternal or identical, yeah. the next question is, <laughs> yes, we're a good Catholic family, same mom, same dad, same household. <laughs> good, beautiful, beautiful. All right, well... Um, uh, Paula, we're, we're talking about the sufferings and blessings of a brain infection. We're talking about an infection that, that took place in your son, correct? Yes. Okay, tell yes. us about that. Well, about a year ago, um, we had both of our children. Um, Emerson was um, in the confirmation path, and Carson was in the, the first Holy Communion and Reconciliation path, and we thought, what a big year this is going to be for our family. And uh, in last April, um, Carson had his first communion on Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Beautiful ceremony. He was so excited. And uh, very, very healthy child and very athletic, caring, outgoing, you can name it. He just was a beautiful child. And, and the very next morning after that first communion, little Carson got up and he, he was sick to his tummy. He had the he had a little vomit, and we thought, oh, that's odd. And uh, that was our first day of our journey. And um, he spent probably the next almost forty days of vomiting, mm. in and out of hospitals. Um, our our teens they were just baffled at what happened to Carson, and and didn't know it, what was causing him to vomit. And as he gradually just kept getting worse he like he was lethargic he couldn't walk and he just wasn't our son and um kind of baffled um the medical community a little bit um because all of his tests were coming back negative everything's okay with him and we kept looking going no this isn't our child something's severely wrong 
Um, so he went from bouncing off from sofa to sofa to weaver back to infancy days of carrying our child, who was eight years old at the time, and um, and wondering what was going on. Our world, I, I, I can't describe it any more than our entire world got rocked just mm-hmm. overnight. Um, so that's... That is kind of in a synopsis, um, you know, the hardest thing about with Carson is, is the uncertainty and the unknown um, of all these doctors telling us that, um, you know, he needs to get back to school and just get back on the horse and get going. And, and we're like, but something's wrong to not have somebody validate that mm-hmm. um, something's wrong was really, really hard. So this little man has, um, he was unable to talk because, of course, with his diaphragm, you know, just to even get sure. that energy to be able to do your lungs was, um, yeah, tough. So he was not walking, talking, um, all go right back to your infancy days. So that so was, that happened, yeah. I imagine in addition to just watching the suffering, which I can't imagine. I, I can't, I, you know, yeah. I say it. I say the word imagine. I can't imagine it. I haven't had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that, that whole idea of what on earth is going on yeah. had to be just what plagued you terribly. It did. Um, you know, we, we were so blessed. Um, and, and blessing and suffering from, from me going through this whole thing and our family, um, not once did we have anger that's that's kind of unique because people go through their different phases of grief or whatnot but through this whole thing it has just given us such an appreciation and gratefulness but father terry weber here i remember seeing him one of the first times up in the hospital and he looked at me and with complete confidence he said we need to pray for our medical team and I didn't get that at the moment because I was just kind of in that awe. But I pray so hard for our medical teams and how they have to discern what's wrong with a child or a parent or whatnot. I, just, I think of the suffering they go through to try to figure it out. So, yeah, you're right. It was, it was kind of hard to say, we don't know what's going on. At least when somebody's in an accident, like they fall off a horse or they're in an automobile accident and they can't use their legs, you, you know that you had an event that happened. He just had his first communion. That's the only event we had. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, that was kind of a little difficult. What, uh, was it 40 days before they diagnosed it or what, what, are, the, what are the 40 days yeah. you're talking about? We, um, it really, it baffled so many people that, um, really Carson, it was the end of April and, um, we were able to then go up to Mayo Clinic and really ironic or ironic or God sending messages. It's almost to the exact day that we were in Mayo and doing the extensive testing and it actually was on his birthday that um, we got the final diagnosis up there at Mayo saying that we think it's a brain infection. We think his body has to heal. We think we can give him some treatments to help aid that process, but he's going to have to go through this process for the next one to three years. 
Um, so, yeah, almost to the day of talking with you all, you asked me to come talk about sufferings and blessings, and there's been so many blessings this last year and a half. So it was a brain infection. Um, treatment was available. Mm-hmm. Is available. You know, he's gone through it. Um, mm-hmm. Was the treatment going to cause additional problems, or was it was it just a matter of... The, the treatment, the, um, what he really gets is he gets an infusion, which helps his immune system. It's mm-hmm. almost like when the infection started to attack his brain, which was the central point of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, if you kind of look at it, it, we're just supporting him. He has to do still all the hard work with OT, physical therapy, speech therapy. Um, he still has to do the therapy. It's almost like reprogramming all of his channels of communication for his body to move his fingers, his legs, his feet, his feet, his brain on how he processes stuff. But by the good healing graces of God, this little boy is healing. And some doctors at the beginning said, we don't think, be prepared, he may not be any different than what he is today and i think of where he was on day 10 day 14 and mm-hmm. that's scary mm-hmm. yeah what what is his what is the his state today his state today oh he's beautiful he's doing fantastic um we just uh, two weeks ago he went and golfed his first 18 holes as a family um he still has you know most people if you met him today you probably wouldn't notice anything um but for us and his teachers and the ones that are closest he's still trying to get his fine motor skills back so writing his name um and being able to look up at a at a whiteboard and then coming back and writing on his tablet um things like that he's still working on He's still going up and getting treatments at Mayo. We get to go. We always feel very thankful that we get to go. We go again on Friday morning to have another infusion. But there, we used to do it um, once a month, but now we're getting a little farther out. So, yeah, he's looking just beautiful. So very is the, beautiful. Are the, are the, the hours or days following uh, an infusion, are they a little bit more difficult? or? You know what? They're opposite. They're they're good. Okay. It's they're good. it's almost like it's his superpowers that he gets. We always remind him <laughs> it was so hard for him to get them. And I said, there's very many there's many people that their infusions are actually making them sicker before they oh. make them better. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, uh, Paula, we're, we're going to take a short break, and I want to we want to talk okay. a little bit more about suffering and grace uh, when we come back. And now that we kind of have the story. Uh, about Carson uh, uh, Andres. We'll, we'll move forward with that. And uh, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. We've got Father Daniel Weiske here broadcasting from his parish in St. Andrews at St. Andrews in uh, Brainerd, Minnesota. And we'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in South Fargo, near Saints Anne and Joachim Church. Lumen Vision is a full-service eye care facility that provides eye exams for both children and adults. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eco Eyewear, an environmentally friendly frame company that plants a tree for each frame sold. For more information about our mission and scheduling your appointment online, you can go to lumen.vision. 
Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of our priests. Through them, we experience your presence in the sacraments. Help them to be strong in their vocation. Set their souls on fire with love for your people. Grant them the wisdom, understanding, and strength they need to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Each week, Real Presence Radio honors a priest in our listening area with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Nominate your priest at realpresenceradio.com and tune in to hear more about these holy men of God. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune into the RPR Network for our Fall Live Drive, which runs Tuesday, October 6th through Friday, October 9th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Fall Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And we're broadcasting from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota. Father Daniel Weiske is uh, our pastor here and uh, the host of uh, Real Presence Live. I'm his co-host, Deacon Dan Goshi. And we have been talking a little bit with Paula Mitchell, who has so far shared uh, uh, some of the joys and sufferings of watching her uh, her son Carson uh, develop a, a mysterious illness. It, it was uh, um, uh, very very difficult to watch him him go through, and no answers uh, to it. And then we discover a diagnosis of a of a of a brain infection, and um, and uh, the treatment that's ensued, and uh, the progress that's been going on. And I think. Um, one of the, the interesting threads of of, uh, of our programming today, Father, has, has been suffering, has mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. Um, uh, humility, has been mm-hmm. following God's call, God's path in mm-hmm. His way, mm-hmm. um, and, and and allowing Him to to guide us through it and uh, to support us and give us the strength. Right, trusting God's plan in the light of eternity. Their goal is communion with Him for all eternity, and mm-hmm. but there are mysterious ways that he, he leads us into that here in our mm-hmm. earthly lives. And but one of the things we've talked about, um, based on yesterday's memorial in the church, the the the, the day on the church calendar with Our Lady of Sorrows, uh, Mary suffering with her son, suffering with the other disciples, and there's times that that you know we we also suffer with others, and we can't fix, we can't take care of their pain. Um, and that's an angle in, into um, your story, Paula, that uh, I'd like to ask about. So you've kind of recounted yeah. now that the journey that you've been on, and of course I can only imagine as a mother, you know, having your, your son suffering and what that's been like for you. Um, and it's just, you know, are there any ways that you could share with us how, how, that, how you got through that, how you, you, you know, stayed strong in, in your faith or hope through that, or, or you know, Ways that others, you know, that 
they can support someone who's suffering in such a way? Well, personally, from my perspective, um, you know, I've always prayed the rosary, but um, haven't been as diligent or, I should say, lazy about it. Um, (laughs) But through this all, um, our Blessed Mother, uh, there's there's the grace and the powers, um, I call them the superpowers, um, that our Blessed Mary has given us is just amazing. Um, I can't tell you how many times um, I prayed the rosary um, and I gave it completely up to Mary and asked our Blessed Mother, help, I uh, help. I um, Many times on my cell phone, um, I think of the hours that I didn't sleep of just being right there beside your child and trying to help him. Um, And I thought, man, think of the suffering she went through to watch her son go through the agony of of Good Friday. And I thought, you can do this. God sent us, gave us Mary as our mentor and our role model. And um, look at the strong women, Veronica wiping his face. Um, there's just, there's so many Veronicas in my life. There's so many moms or Marys. Um, I really, what gave me faith was the rosary and the divine mercy. Um, I, I remember, um, a good friend, she shared the divine mercy and I can tell you, I put it on loop on my cell phone when, um, You know, my mom was always famous about saying, take one day at a time. And I was like, well, Mom, I I can't take one day at a time. I I really have to put it down to one breath at a time. And and there is where I found my strength was the rosary. And I prayed to Mary to intercede on our behalf. And, And, you know, once you give it up and you don't know what the next 10 minutes holds, um, once you give that up, you know who holds that 10 minutes. You know God is going to protect you, and God is going to give you that that path. Um, yeah, once you give that up, I mean, just our stormy seas that we've been through, our captain is God, and, and I'd still get in the same boat knowing everything I do today. 16 months later, I would still get in the same boat with my same captain, and I would still go through the same rocky waters and trouble, just of how much I appreciate so many people around me and the beauty of life, just the mm-hmm. beauty. It's, I'm very grateful. It's hard, but I'm very grateful that we suffered as hard as we did because we have a complete different appreciation that I would have never had. I just, I wouldn't have. So I'm thankful and I'm grateful for our blessed mother. <laughs> and that's that's that brings us back to the very first line we used in this interview: the ble- the sufferings yeah. and the blessings. You know, the the great blessing that you received that you could not have received without the suffering. Oh, absolutely not, because I don't. It just wasn't available. Yeah, and lots of people say they don't take their health for granted, and I look at them and I think. You don't take for granted that when you put your foot outside your bed in the morning that you can stand up, that you have balance. And I think it's, it's nice because Kirsten asked me one day, there's only one time through this whole thing that he asked, why did this happen to me? Only one time. 
And I said, I don't know, maybe, maybe God has, uh, maybe God is giving his challenge to you. Maybe you're, maybe you're chosen to be the example. And, you know, it's ironic as grandmas and grandpas are starting to lose their balance. Grandmas and grandpas are losing some of their independence that they once had. Mm-hmm. Here's this little boy at age eight. He looks and says, yeah, Grandma, it is tough, but you can do it. I Look <laughs> at my walker, it looks just like yours. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, that that's a different perspective. They've yeah. had 80-some years before this has happened. He had mm-hmm. eight. Eight. I, I don't know. It's And he has such, he's just big freckle face and big a big smile so it's god's good god is god is good so you've seen this beauty just yeah the resilience and the mm-hmm. ethos and joy i think mm-hmm. and and the strength and the encouragement that your son is giving to others what yeah. beauty and what they're giving back to us uh, i remember when he went back to school last year we we retired as parents and we were you know we our fears were just getting him from the parking lot to his chair. That was so exhausting. And then we were so, like, just wanting to get him into his routine. And, and I just remember the kindness, these children and all these teachers and just how they just all encouraged him and supported him. It so lifted us and it so carried us more than they probably ever will recognize. They, there's one quote about how they say kindness is, is really loaning your strength to somebody rather than reminding them of their weakness. There's so much kindness in the world. If just we would just look and just see, just like even opening a door or a smile or hello, acknowledging someone so much kindness in the world. I just we've we've seen so much kindness in the simple acts that it's just it's beautiful. When you really look at it in the big picture. So that's what grace looks like for you in many ways. Uh, it's beautiful in those moments we have this weakness. How it's like those simple things that we take for granted yeah. often mm-hmm. that become very powerful, and how much we appreciate them as signs of God's goodness or. We said of kindness of other people, you know, the holding the door, the smile, or maybe a meal that's delivered, or a call, yeah. or an encouraging note. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Or just to know um, one thing that um, is just powerful is I remember um, it, it was a anguish. I don't know how else to put it of just feeling like a meat thermometer had, or a meat shredder had shred my heart and. Father Tim Cohn, I remember he prayed such a beautiful prayer over me as a mom, and I just wept. I just, it was the most beautiful thing to have somebody pray over you or to know that so many people are praying for you. Um, Yeah, I just so encourage people that are going through so many different types of suffering. And your suffering could be a bad day on the playground. Somebody could be mean to you. That's suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know that somebody's praying for you, it's it's pretty amazing. And it's pretty powerful. Putting your heart through a meat grinder, but that's that's uh, how it must have felt. I mean, it's that, it's a it's a vivid is, image, but I, I mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah. So a I shredder, can imagine imagine the grace that our blessed mother had. I just, I I can't imagine walking. That space. I just can't imagine that walking and how much grace and and beauty God gave her. Right. Amazing. 
and now the living witness to you as a mother whose heart was put through the meat shredder, and just the power that you're speaking now with gratitude and, and all this, the, mm. the prayer that blessed you as you had your, your heart being shred. And, yeah. and the, the graces you're seeing on the, the, you know, Deacon Dan in the last hour was talking also about, we we're talking about sufferings and the graces and beauty through them. And that same thing, that theme of gratitude, that gratitude at the, the, the love that God is bringing, the, the good that he's been doing. It was just marvelous to hear your, as you're on this part of your journey, how, how you're grateful for the things that, that the Lord mm-hmm. has provided, uh, that you wouldn't trade this path. I and mean, that, that's an amazing testimony mm-hmm. to God's yeah. work in your life yeah. and, and to faith. Beautiful. Well, um, Paula, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning, and uh, we're, we're going to be continuing to pray for you and for, for Carson and for uh, the many blessings uh, through sufferings that you've been able to receive and uh, that you will be um, Christ's light to, to others as well in, in sharing that hope. So thank you so much, Paula. Thank you very much for including me. You guys All have right. a beautiful day. We thank already you. are. God bless. God thank bless you. God bless. Yep, bye-bye. Well, well, they've been caring for women through thick and thin. Stay tuned to hear more about an incredible women's health center. And that's what's coming up next as we continue our broadcast from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio Network.